Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Spill the Baby Tea with me, your host, Helen Wu Wang. You may know me as one of the co-hosts of the podcast, Asian Boss Girl, and I am super excited for this spinoff show where we come together and candidly talk about all things motherhood and parenthood. As a first-time mom to an eight-month-old baby boy and a busy working parent myself, I am here to share with you all what it's really like to juggle both. And there's so much to talk about, from breastfeeding and all the ups and downs of that journey, to why my husband Philip and I decided not to show our baby's face on social media, to what my confinement period led by my super traditional Chinese mom was like, to finding the balance between entrepreneurial aspirations and being a present and intentional parent. There is so much to cover. With all of these topics, I'm always going to be honest and share with you how it really is. For those of you who know me from the ABG podcast, you know I'm going to keep it real with y'all. We're in this together, so let's get this episode started. With each episode, I'm going to start with my version of a rose and a thorn related to being a parent, but we'll call it the giggle and the drool. I couldn't think of anything better, to be honest. And drools are still kind of cute, but they cause these little red bums on baby chins, which are not so cute. So until I can think of something better, it is the giggle and the drool of the week. My giggle for this week is that my little one is starting to audibly laugh in full body excitement whenever he sees me emerge from my room or from the bathroom after I take a little too long in there or just when I get home. And just seeing how happy he is makes me so happy. I think eight months is my favorite month so far. My drool for this week is that his little fangs or I think it's his canines, they're already kicking in like almost a year early and since he has his bottom two teeth and that one on top he's been grinding his teeth and i'm like madly google searching if that's okay or not and sticking other things in his mouth so that he's chewing on that instead but i do fear the nine month regression is gonna hit soon Ugh. so that's the drool of the week literally because his teething is causing him to drool way more in any case, I am honestly so grateful that you are here tuning into this podcast today. The reason why I wanted to start this podcast is because the last eight months of my life, I have been consumed by all things motherhood. And this is now a lifelong journey. There's just so much I want to say. I already have like 25 topics that I want to hit at some point. So know that I got some good stuff in store for this mini show and hopefully you'll be sticking around with me. 
to what's been sitting heavy on my mind because I am a relatively new mom is that motherhood, maternity leave, not being able to work as long as I used to, being a parent is a full-time job. For all the parents out there, y'all know we are definitely not on vacation mode and it is the hardest job out there. We need to show the real side of parenthood so that people can be more equipped to empathize with us as moms and dads. Our livelihoods and our needs, for example, as a mom, having your coworkers be aware that you have a pumping schedule so that meetings are scheduled around when you need to pump, or nursing in public if we want to. That should be the norm rather than an inconvenience to those around us. There are 2.2 billion mothers in the world, and it's about time that we don't feel so alone and feeling bad that we might be making some people uncomfortable with our mothering needs. And that takes talking about it. Third reason why I wanted to start this podcast, I was amazed to see so many responses. Anytime I posted anything about my baby or being pregnant or motherhood on my Instagram, a lot of you have been following me for several years now, and I guess we're sort of friends. And perhaps you just want to know how your friend is going through this journey. And there's stuff that you can learn from me or I can learn from you. So this is just my way to bring you all closer to me and my experience, as I have done on other topics with Asian Boss Girl Podcasts. I'm also hoping I can add a solid voice as a resource in this space to make you all feel a little less alone in your own journey through parenthood. Now, I am a new-ish mom, so what I share on this podcast will be totally based on my own observations and what I'm reading, what I'm absorbing, sharing what's worked for me and what hasn't. Parenting, I believe, is an ongoing learning process that I feel like no one is truly an expert in. And what we need as parents, no matter what stage we're in, is to support one another and provide support in any way we can. That's the kind of support space I wish to create here with this podcast as we're learning and growing together. I'm not here to tell you how to parent. It'll mainly be topics that I'm thinking about as a new mom, along with the perspectives of any guests that I do bring onto the podcast. So those are my three reasons for starting this podcast. Spill the baby tea. Thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk about something that's just been lingering on top of my mind. And this is related to a question that at RackedMe posted on my Instagram stories when I asked for topic suggestions for this podcast, which thank you to those who sent those in. The person asked, how do you juggle a business and taking care of your child at the same time? And also, how to remain your own person, but also a mom at the same time? Basically, how do you succeed at work and earn a living, and be a present and loving parent, and remain ourselves in the whole process. Oof, that is like the million dollar question for all the working moms out there, y'all know. I will say that from the outside, many people have asked me, how are you able to do X, Y, and Z? Basically, do it all, right? And I'd like to be the first person to just shut that down. If you're basing it off of what you see on social media, let's be clear, that is only maybe like 5% of my life, maybe even 1%. And behind the scenes, as much as I'd like to say that I have things fairly together, there are days where I am a complete and utter mess. I procrastinate just like anyone else out there, if not maybe even more than your average person. Yesterday, I spent half an hour trying to find an intro song for this podcast, which hopefully y'all like, when my outline wasn't even completed yet. And I spent 15 minutes thinking about relocating my desk to a different part of my house. I watched an episode of Indian Matchmaking, which is great, by the way. And I picked Philip's Air Boogers for the first time in my life, and it was both gross 
and kind of amazing. The whole time, Philip was telling me I was procrastinating, and I knew I was, but kept going because there was a lot going on in there. As a result, I stayed up till 3 a.m. outlining this episode and just wanted to remind everyone that social media is a highlight reel. Let's just not forget that. But Helen, how are you able to run your own business and be a wife and a mother and pursue your personal passion projects and maintain a relatively clean house? The reality is both my husband, Philip, and I are working parents, and we wouldn't be able to work as much as we do if we didn't have help. And let's be brutally honest here. I don't think it's possible to have a baby at home and work full-time without having some help for an elongated period. And if that's you out there, let me know how you do it because I think that's really damn amazing if you can. But for a majority of people I've talked to, that's just not possible. Ever since I've entered this motherhood journey, I feel like that's the thing that everyone always tiptoes around sharing, their level of childcare. And, you know, like, I, I get it. If you have help and someone else doesn't, that's a level of privilege that is insurmountable. I even felt shame when I first shared that my mom was there after my birth to take care of me and carry out my confinement period because other friends had to do it themselves. And as a new mom, I want to say I can do it all. And I'm like, where did that thought and that desire to be a mom that does it all even originate from? Maybe it's because I've been to conferences where these high up the pay scale leaders will respond to this question by saying, oh, I'm just really tired all the time, but I make it work. Without ever bringing up who they have in their metaphorical village to support them. And honestly, there shouldn't be any shame in that. It's amazing if you're able to afford a nanny or daycare or have your grandparents in town to help. The more we can talk about that, Maybe childcare would actually be better here in the United States. In an LA Times article that I read recently, it said that childcare costs more than the average rent for many California families. It's jumped 45% in the LA County and 81% in SF, San Francisco, since 2014. And on average, families spend $2,000 a month for rent and $2.5K a month on childcare. And many families can't afford that. If that is the case, it usually means that the mom is taking a step back from her career to stay home. I was in Singapore recently, and it fascinated me that there is a working mom subsidy. The government gives you like a baby bonus cash gift of $8,000 regardless of your income and an additional subsidy if you're a working mom. Like, that is incredible. So a lot of moms there get a choice of staying at home or going out to pursue their careers. That's a luxury that we definitely don't have here in the States and one that I have become much more invested in learning more about and advocating for. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. <laughs> 
On the topic of, well, Helen, what help do you have at home? In our household, my mother-in-law is currently here helping us with childcare. She is retired, she flies in from the Bay Area, and she stays for about two weeks and then returns home for a week or two before flying back again for another two weeks. My mom is still working. She wants to work until she retires at 65, which is in two years. And she's been here in LA three times now in the past eight months with unpaid time off to help us out for about a month each time. Honestly, I have found a whole new appreciation for our parents. Just seeing how much love and intention they put into taking care of our child makes me really appreciate them on a whole other level, truly. And I think that in itself is another topic that we can talk about. Asian grandmas loving and saying I love you to your child and never saying that to you as you were growing up. In any case, the weeks in between when we have a gap with help and it's just me and Philip, I'll be honest, like as much as I am in love with my little boy, like literally obsessed, I have without fail been in a puddle of tears because I'm trying to balance both work and taking care of a child. And it's just the most frustrating thing when all you want to do is get two loads of laundry done or send one email out and the whole day passes by and you can't accomplish any of those things. As someone who prides herself in being productive and efficient, all of that like goes out the window, y'all. Especially if you have a baby who only naps for 30 minutes at a time and is a terrible sleeper at night. And that's just the reality of it. So for any mamas out there who are at home trying to get anything done for themselves or for their family, like, fuck, that shit is hard. Let's not minimize that. I remember the second I rocked my baby to sleep for nap time, it was like supermarket sweep home edition. You start a piece of toast for lunch at 2 p.m., wash all the bottles, sanitize bottles, pick up the laundry, toss it in the wash, vacuum all the hair that's falling under your friggin' postpartum head, wipe down the toys that are all over the floor, and then it's like, fuck, your toast is burnt, heat up another piece of bread, water the plants, open up your laptop to start working, baby cries, how did 30 minutes just go by that fast? Then the toast is burnt again and you're like, oh, burnt toast for lunch. That is just the reality of life in the first few months. And I'm not saying all of that to like scare people. I just feel like I never hear the details of why things are hard. And I wanted to share my own experience of it. That story happened very often, had a lot of burnt toast for lunch. And yes, things have gotten much better now that we're on a better sleep schedule. He's eight months now. The whole house feels way less chaotic. But man, huge props to all of the parents that have survived the newborn phase. And I am sending all of my love and energy to those who are going through it right now. It is not easy, but you will get through it, I promise. So to close out this topic, you know, we all have different resources and different ideals for what our family dynamic looks like. And that's okay. Some people put their three-month-old in daycare because they want to go back to work. Some people have friends who are like family that will come over and take care of their kids. There are religious communities that show up for one another. Sometimes the dad is a stay-at-home dad and the mom is a working full-time mom. Our family dynamic and our villages are going to look unique and different to each of us. And that is okay. Bottom line is, don't be afraid to ask for help. I really do believe that you can do it all, just not all at once and in phases and in stages, but ask for help so that you can achieve those goals for yourself. We need to stop expecting moms to be superheroes 
all the time and to just see them and us as humans. Because when we do, there won't be as much shame or guilt associated with asking for help. Now, for me, being at home, doing my work, while there is help around and building enough self-control to focus on my work and not be doing everything I can to help with dishes or laundry or playing with our baby, that is a whole other topic. And for the record, I did move my desk (laughs) upstairs to be not in the living room so I could be more productive so I can record this episode. Thank you so much for joining me on my first episode of Spill the Baby Tea. Please, please, please let me know if you enjoyed this episode and share with me Who's in your metaphorical village that you want to give thanks to? Let me know in ABG's IG post for this episode. I was honestly so nervous to hit publish on this one, but glad that we got it out. And next time, I'll have a special guest on. My husband, Philip. I hope you've enjoyed also what Mel and Janet got cooking for y'all. Mel covers all things K-related, K-dramas, K-pop, K-culture, and Jay's got you covered on all things health and wellness. We will be alternating our mini-shows every Tuesday, so make sure you catch us then. And of course, the main Asian Boss Girl podcast will continue coming out every Thursday, as it has been for the past five years. Crazy! You can follow ABG on Instagram at Asian Boss Girl, and follow me, Helen, at HWooWoo, also on Instagram. From me and my little bubs, (laughs) bye for now!